Dueling Genre Productions presents. Oh my god, do you see that? When a freak accident strikes McKinney City, ordinary citizens are given amazing abilities. I can move things with my mind. Oh my god, I'm flying. I can fly. I can teleport and I can fly. Super senses. What, like Daredevil? We are just playing fast and loose with this whole science thing today, aren't we? Now, there are villains. Billy, when you have an arch nemesis, do you just kill them immediately? No. You tie the ropes just loose enough so that they can keep escaping. That way, when you finally do win the day, you can sleep well knowing that you rose to the challenge. Your brain works differently than other people's, doesn't it? And heroes. Leah Markowitz, Gwendolyn Allen, Jeffrey Gibson, Mindy Gibson, Simon Holt, Splendid, you're all here. I'm going to make you all into superheroes. Screw it. Let's go save the day. The Powerful. After I drain everyone here, McKinney City will be mine. I'm going to show this whole city what real passion truly is. And the underdogs. You're all imagining me as a singing, dancing chipmunk right now, aren't you? The people in that store need help, and we can help them in a way no one else can. We have great power, which means they're our responsibility. I mean, Jesus, what's the point of having five freaking Spider-Man movies if we can't even learn to do that? Geek by Night, an original podcast series about five friends running a comic book store with superpowers. You're really going to keep running a comic book shop while trying to be superheroes? It might not always be easy, but I think the world could use a few more underdogs. Available at DuelingGenre.com and podcast apps everywhere. Dueling Genre Welcome to the Jane Silent Bob Minute, where we are covering the movie Chasing Amy one minute at a time. Today we are covering Minute 23, which is quite possibly the greatest X Minute ever. I'm Jeff Ferry, and I'm Chris Derkach. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna have a uh, we're gonna have some drugs this minute, Chris. You want some drugs? <laughs> yeah. You need some drugs. <laughs> yeah, minute twenty three begins with the offer of drugs and ends with some singing. So, like most things, once you have some drugs, you start singing. <laughs> yeah, there's some weird stuff. Go. This is like um, it's the build up to the song that we're gonna get next minute and into next week. Yeah. Um, right off the bat. Not going to consider myself any sort of drug authority, but I think this does plan us firmly in 1997. Right. Referring to the drug as X. Yeah. What? Like, <laughs> I don't think I ever heard of anybody refer to ecstasy as X. Ah, uh, maybe. Maybe a little bit, but like more E. I've never done it. it. Just yeah. so you know. Yeah. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I've never done ecstasy. <laughs> I was at, I think it was my bachelor party, to be honest with you, and somebody handed it to me and said, here, take this for your honeymoon. And I said, oh, okay, thanks. And I turned around and I handed it to somebody else in the bachelor party and left. I never even thought about it. honeymoon, I would have handed you Viagra. Here, take this. Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> that wasn't popular at the time. I, you know, that wasn't even thought of at the time. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> ecstasy, uh, which is actually MDMA, which, oh, here we go. All right. Can I say this? <laughs> Methylene dioxymetamphetamine. <laughs> Uh, the answer is no. You cannot say. So it. I got I, the bad part is I got through the hard part and then fuck methamphetamine up. The, the part everybody gets. Commonly known as ecstasy or Molly is a psychoactive drug primarily used as a recreational drug. Oh, just on the weekends, you know. Yeah, yeah. The desired effects include altered sensations, increased energy, empathy, and pleasure. When taken by mouth, effects begin in thirty to forty-five minutes and last three to six hours. Fuck that. Okay, so like that sounds not too bad, right? 
some altered sensations, increased energy, empathy, and pleasure. Usually, it's just like rubbing pe- people and rubbing on each other. Yeah, yeah, that's what I always see, like in movies and stuff. They're always like touchy feely with each All other right. and shit. Adverse effects include here we go addiction, memory problems, paranoia, difficulty sleeping, teeth grinding, blurred vision, sweating, and a rapid heartbeat. Deaths yeah. have been reported due to increased body temperature and dehydration. Nah. Following nah. use, people often feel depressed and tired. <laughs> so it makes you all happy, but then when you come down, you get depressed and tired. Yeah. MDMA is illegal in most countries and as of 2018 has no approved medical uses. So it's not even like weed where it's like, all right, well, you know, they we can use it for, that shit, works yeah. for something. Yeah. No, that's not even no approved medical like, uses. No, this just fucks you up. <laughs> and listen, I mean, go into, if you are one of those people out there who have tried it and you've had a wonderful, you know, thing with it, go into the, the quicker stop and let us know all about yeah. it. Yeah. Here's the fun thing that always makes me laugh. And a lot of drugs are like this. Uh, you know, MDMA, you kind of know when it became popular. What year do you think it was developed? Yeah, I know. This always messes me up, too. Because I just heard a thing about heroin. It was like 1943 or some mm-hmm. shit like that. What, what's this one? 50s? MDMA was first developed in 1912 by Merck. Oh, oh my <laughs> God. Yeah, I don't I don't know when. Like, I just heard a thing. They were talking about um, like uh, old mobster podcast I was listening to or something like that. And it, they were talking about 1940s. There was a heroin problem. And I'm thinking, God damn, it happened back then, too. Oh, well, that made me laugh. We're listening to... Uh... Oh, what the hell did I? I watched something the other day where they covered Pulp Fiction. Oh, okay. maybe maybe it was uh Kevin Smith Eric. and Chris Jericho. They oh, okay. did Pulp Fiction, and they talk about the one scene. He goes to see Eric Stoltz, and Eric Stoltz is like, "Man, Coke is Coke is going out. Heroin is coming back in a big bad way." I'm sitting there going, "Man, you don't even know what heroin's <laughs> yeah, going to do in a couple wait, years." You see, <laughs> yeah. as of 2017, about seven percent of people have used MDMA at some point in their lives, and a little less than one percent have used it in the last year. Less than one percent. Yeah, well, so I mean, you say it less than one percent. There's 300 million people in this country. True, true, but uh, I mean, maybe it's other countries. Maybe oh, you said in this country. In Never this mind. country, so that yeah. means about a million people have used it this year. This year, huh? Yeah. And then it's, it said seven percent of the people. So what's seven percent of 300 million, Chris? Seven percent. Well, <laughs> 300 million. So 100 million is 10 percent. So like, <laughs> you know, 70 million. <laughs> I feel I like close? you're not right. You are close? Not, you're not right. <laughs> We're just gonna, according to according to the statistics from the Chris Durkacz uh, thing, uh, seventy million people have used it. Yeah, don't check on that. It's right. My dog said that you're wrong. <laughs> he said seventy million people have not used it. <laughs> Although that is the dog that I have to give weed to. So, really, <laughs> CBD oil. CBD oil. Yeah. Can you tell how well it works? That dog uh, was on our first episode this year. Yes. <laughs> I was just editing. It. I listened to him. Again. Yeah. I couldn't get him out. He's he's oh. on there. So, oh good, they're coming to visit me. That's wonderful. Oh yeah. Please don't drop that on the floor. Go away. That's my dog, by the way. That's not any of my family members I'm talking to. <laughs> he's famous. He was. If you go way back, you can hear him on the Burbs Minute too. <laughs> <laughs> um. So uh, Liz is invited up on up on stage, and Holden's playing the. Uh, you know, he's being the friend or whatever. Just like kind of. He's clapping. Encouragement. He's, yeah, he's being very encouraging. And then he he does the fake push up there. Yeah. Yeah, he's in 100% flirt mode at this point. And then uh, Hooper does a very stereotypical, stereotypical, yay! <laughs> yes, he does. He is great. Like, everything yeah. he does is good. Oh, he's fantastic. I, that's like every moment I could, I know, uh, I mean, I know the eventual fate of Hooper and Banky. Right. And I could watch that show <laughs> of just uh, like these two in the city. Even if it was like a 15-minute short. Yeah, he does. I, I just got to it. He does like a, a shake while he does woo! What a shake. <laughs> and then Banky gives the immortal lines. What am I doing here? 
this is so fucking gay. Yeah. <laughs> Which is hilarious for like nine different reasons. <laughs> One, it literally is gay. And like he's he in a gay bar and it. has not noticed it yet. Yeah, he doesn't even know it. The guy behind him has a mustache and a skirt on and he hasn't noticed <laughs> <laughs> and not even that that is a dead giveaway that you're in a gay bar. It's just, but like that should at least intrigue you enough to be like, let me look around. And if yeah, you see, where am I? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So, and again, as I've said for the past two movies, that is what people. I mean, to this day, people say that it's not as much anymore. But like, that was a way to say something was you didn't like something. It's gay. Yeah. This yeah. Is yeah. I- uh, there's uh, Louis C.K. does a whole bit about it. In one of his things about talking about like, oh, this is so gay. You know, it's so weird because I have used it, and but it doesn't mean that it's gay, you know? Yeah. And I've and like, said it in front of a gay guy and not even thought about it, and then he looked at me like, I said, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. And, like, it's it's another one of those phrases that's, like, I used all my life growing up. Right. And then, like, I'm trying to phase it out, and then every once in a while, it just, like, comes back up, and you're like, oh, like yeah. I forgot. It doesn't make sense anymore. <laughs> Everybody's just like, what are you talking about? <laughs> the real problem is if you talk to somebody younger, and you're like, oh, my God, this is gay. And they're like, what, what are you talking about? Like, <sighs> Yeah, why? What are you? What are you? You a hater? Like, listen, I'm not getting into my politics with you. Are you being intolerant? Yeah. Oh God, (laughs) the ultimate thing. (laughs) It's like I murdered seven people. Yeah, but but you were intolerant while you did it. Yeah, yeah. That's the real crime here. (laughs) Listen, the key, the keying up, getting upset about stuff is if um if somebody else is being targeted and they're not as upset as you are, you need to rethink your position. Yeah. Yeah. If like someone's being made fun of and they're like, really, no, I'm okay with it. And you're like, no, you don't understand. I need to step in. Maybe you don't need to step in. Maybe you need to shut up. Because <laughs> now you're in opinion territory. Yeah. Okay. Now we got to unpack this because this gets talked about in the um, commentary. Joey Lauren Adams walks up there and goes, she is such a cunt. Yeah. And it lands like a turd. It's just like. Yeah. Not that you can't say that word, but like it makes no sense here at all. It was like for shock value, but it didn't work. Yeah, she just she doesn't land it right. Yeah. It doesn't hit the room right. Nothing. I was just saying the audience doesn't react. You would think somebody would laugh or something. It kind of there's a little little giggle that runs through, but not. Yeah, it's like I mean we've all done that. We're like you use it, you say something, and it's just like not that it's bad. It's just like it's a little too much for the room at that second. The girl with the flannel next to her thinks it's hilarious stuff. oh she really yeah she, she fake yeah. laughs her ass off yeah, she does <laughs> i gotta pause right now her mouth's wide open her head's thrown back yeah oh i'm sure they were the other one laughs too i'm sure they were yeah. instructed like laugh like it's the funniest joke ever right it just doesn't land if she would have called her a bitch and many other things it just is i mean i understand if you're overseas you're listening to it like why is this a big deal it doesn't mean the same thing here and it does right. there they call each other cunt left and right over there and it's not a big deal it's like a term of endearment it's more like what guys call each other bitches. Right. Hey, what's up, bitch? Like, yeah, yeah. like, it means nothing. If you've ever seen Breaking Bad, he calls people bitch 15 times an episode. <laughs> like, science, bitch. Like, yeah. It's just something to say. But, like, and not that women don't call each other cons, but, like, it just doesn't land right here. No, it doesn't fit. There, I mean, you either got to be saying it in a playful way or a mean way. It's obviously supposed to be playful, but just it doesn't land. And Kevin says that he's like, you know, obviously, if I did it again, I wouldn't use that. And it's for the same reason, not even because it's like, oh, it's too shocking. It just doesn't, doesn't, it doesn't make hit. sense where yeah. it's at. <laughs> yeah. That word usually you throw it out there and it's very blunt and, and takes you know takes away the room, but it didn't do anything. Yeah. It, the problem, yeah, you don't have either reaction. It's just like no. right down the middle. Everybody just – and it's a weird reaction because they pl- – thankfully, they plow right onto her wanting the song played. Yeah. Which thankfully, these band members, I have to assume she played in this band 
And she's like, you know what I wanted to play. I really wish they would have played something else. And they're like, that's not what I wanted. <laughs> well, first, before she even starts singing, she says, this is for that someone special. And I think uh, he thinks it's him. Yes. <laughs> Let's talk about that. You met this girl all of twice. Yeah. Once was for 10 minutes. And then you were invited out to see her. And now she's like, I'm going to sing a special song to that special someone in my life. Why would you think it was you? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But he's really, he's like sm- smirking. And he's got a little nod going. I feel like if it was for you, it would be like, this is for a new person I just met. You know, this is right. for, a, have, you know, making a new friend or something like that. But well, she says he, it's for. Th- I think he thinks he's in. He thinks he's in. Oh, yeah. He makes the, <laughs> the smile, the little giggle. Yeah. Like she's up there talking about his sexual prowess. Oh, yeah. Just like, oh yeah, he's uh he's the only true man. He's like, oh yeah, yeah, you're right. I am. I, <laughs> yeah, I I'm pretty, I'm pretty awesome to be honest with you. <laughs> you picked the right one here. Yeah. <laughs> so like, she got up there and just said, Ben Affleck's Batman is the only true Batman. He's like, oh, you know, I know it. I know it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we only get. We will talk about the song next minute because we only get into. I'm feeling lonely. I think she says. Yeah, I'm feeling low. I don't know. It cuts off. Right, I couldn't even make out what she was saying because it could. It's funny in this whole scene, this whole bar scene. Everything's like the lights are real low, and everybody's like got a sheen of sweat on them, which for a movie is off-putting because you're like, this looks every looks so weird. Why isn't everybody looking? But this is how people really look in a bar, right? Like you're in a club like this, you're probably have sweat all over you. Everybody probably stinks. Everybody's drinking. <laughs> There's the light. The lighting's crap. This is what it really looks like. That's the problem. He went in there and shot it. But whenever you see a bar in a movie, you know, it's there's tons of room. Right, right, right. It's not <laughs> like, so loud you can't even hear each other talk. Yeah, it's not so loud you're literally screaming at the person next to you. Yeah. Hoping to God that while you're screaming some off-color story to them that the music doesn't do- drop out for a second. Right. Yeah. And so, like, the music cuts out and you're like, that's when I punched her in her fucking face. And everybody <laughs> looks at you and you're like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't think I have too much unless you, unless you want to take some MDMA and see what uh, happens to us. You want to do that? <laughs> no, I'm good. I, why you got six hours to hang around after we do it? <laughs> yeah, well, the, first you got to sit around for 45 minutes and wait for it to start working. Yeah, so we'll, we'll probably be done our uh, also. Should that, should that have tweaked him at all that she mentioned that? Like she, she, she'd be like, wait a minute, is this chick a habitual drug user? <laughs> right, right. You offered her some X. You might as well, yeah. It's one of those, like, you not knowing her, you don't know if this is someone just, like, breaking balls, saying, like, oh, I'm going to offer you some X because you know we're out at a bar. Right. Or is this, like, I'm offering you some X because I know that you have a huge habit. <laughs> yeah, because you're always <laughs> on it. Because you're always tripping balls. That's what it <laughs> But, yeah, it's, this, is, this is definitely a minute of it's just watching him. He's, um, he's the little guy on Price's Right going up the hill, yeah. yodeler. <laughs> he's still going up right now. Yeah, he's on. The, and, he's definitely on the up. The up and I believe it's sometime shift. maybe next week or the week after he's gonna fall off the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's. It, is how long is this song? How many more episodes we got of this song? I'm trying not to look at it. Oh God, yeah. I know it's at least the next. The end of this week is gonna be all song, right? Yes. No. Oh, yeah. I wonder why we couldn't get any guests on this week. <laughs> They're like, nope. <laughs> Screw nope. you. <laughs> it's like, hey, you want to come on for the minute she sings? Hello? Hello? <laughs> she started singing, your dog left the room. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't uh, know. You got, you got any new business to deal with? Um, I don't, but we better drag it home. We're only like 13 minutes in. So. <laughs> yeah, so what? It's a short minute. Not much has happened. It really is a short minute. I can see the people in the background. I don't, I'm not positive if that's. 
significant at all? Which person are you talking about? You can't see the, the significant person in the background. Okay, that's the yeah. I didn't. I I wasn't positive. No, no, the person who comes out of the woodwork isn't there yet. That's not until I, I think Banky walks over when that happens. Okay. I mean, there's definitely there's a lot of short haircuts back there, but <laughs> I don't know the the woman on the left. Oh, okay. If it, I'm at minute twenty. Oh, minute second twenty one. Holden's clapping his hands. He just pushed her up on stage. Yeah. The guy on the far left or the girl on the far left looks like Corey Haim. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Like um. Just starting to get into my bad drug habit, Corey Haim. <laughs> Actually, the guy, the girl next to him, looks a little bit like Corey Feldman if he shaved his head. So maybe the Corys were on. Uh, the Corys are Corys there. Were on set today. <laughs> they were filming uh, Lost Boys next door. Figured they'd stop by. <laughs> oh, this would be, no, this <laughs> would be like. Year, uh, is it? This, uh, this would be real late. They'd be, it'd be like one of the real crap ones they did afterwards. <laughs> there I think you go. We looked it up when we did. Uh, we did Burbs. Corey Feldman kind of. That's right at the end of him being functionally an actor. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that sucks. It, there was a quick dive at some point where he starts doing like the the direct the video stuff starts. <laughs> right. What was that? Oh, I did. Have, here, here goes some business. Pete's Pete's Brewing Company was founded by home brewer Pete Slosberg and Mark Bronder in 1986. How's that sound? Oh, that's it was wonderful. A, it was a brown American brown ale that was 5.3 percent alcohol by volume. But I, I guess they were like one of the first independents, huh? Yeah, they were one of the first ones. They also were one of the first ones I remember that had like summer ales and winter ales right. and stuff like that. I, I remember it not being good, the Pete's Wicket. All right, so <laughs> I, I looked at I had to look up uh, Corey, Corey Feldman's thing, right? Oh, okay. Here so listen, listen to this, how it starts out. So he does time after time, and he does Fox and the Hound. Friday 13th, the final chapter, which he is awesome in. Okay. Um, he's like a little kid, and then yeah. Gremlins, then Friday Thirteenth, New Beginning. Jesus, listen to that. And, but it's really he's really just like a flashback. He's not really in it. Goonies, Stand by Me, Lost Boys, License to Drive, Burbs. Wow, as like boom, right there, like five in a row. That, that sounds like than, a marathon of movies you could just sit through without a problem. Absolutely. Yeah. And then Dream a Little Dream. Oh, oh, we've hit a little bump in the road. <laughs> yeah, 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 I mean, I have watched Dream a Little Dream. I can make it through, probably. Yeah. I don't know. I have to a while, but... uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles replaced Donatello. Right. He wasn't really in that, though. He was just yeah. voiceover. And right? then uh, Edge of Honor. No rock idea. and Roll High School Forever. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, Cliff's Approaching, Blown Away, which I'm pretty sure he has a really small role in. Magic Voyage, Meatballs 4. Four? Four. Is that the one with the alien? No, three was the one with the alien. Three is the one know. with the alien. I didn't even know there was a four. Yeah. And then Round Trip to Heaven, Step Monster. Oh, no. National Lampoon's Loaded Weapon 1, but again, he's in there for like two seconds. Right. Uh, he used Donatello's voice again. Another National Lampoon's Last Resort. The movie Maverick, but again, he's like in it for two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and Voodoo, Dream of Little Dream 2, Bordello of Blood. And this is only up to like... That's only up to 95, so it's only like four or five years in between there and the burbs. Did you say Dream of Little Dream 2? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That take you by surprise? Yeah, I didn't know that one either. I'm going to have to go out. After, after we're done recording, I'm going to watch Meatballs 4 and Dream of Little Dream 2. Dream, oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> you should see the cover for this thing. Oh, no. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got to get that. Oh, holy crap. Is Look it- at this picture. Is it just Corey Heyman, not Corey Feldman in that one? Oh, no. It's Corey, <laughs> Corey Feldman. Oh, oh, okay. Wow. Um, there's a woman in it with them, and they are dressed as stereotypically Corey Ham and Corey Feldman as you get. They are dressed like two different versions of Michael Jackson. But what? Like 25 at that point? They got to be. Oh, my oh, he God. He was born in 70, I think. So, yeah. Yeah. He's got like the, oh, my God. Like, I hold on. Hold on. We've got Facebook open, right? <laughs> I got How can I not pass this dream along to you? Oh, uh, here we go. Uh, I mean, it could take me 20 minutes to find it, honestly. 
yeah, I, I kind of feel like we should cover that movie. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go one and two. We'll go Dream Little Dream one and two. Oh, yes. That's just, just what the internet's been clamoring for is please, please cover that. Uh, I'm sure we won't have any problem getting guests. <laughs> We're doing Dream Little Dream. Hello? Hello? <laughs> Anybody out there? <laughs> yes. Please? Anyone? <laughs> All right. Well, I downloaded it. Now I can't find it. Nice. That's good work by me. Oh, well, that's great. Never mind. Guess what? Guess what? You're never saying it. This is great for a podcast. <laughs> Picture that I never got. <laughs> well, guess what? We'll have to post it in the thing. It's oh my god, it's bad. It's so bad. Just the fact that I said Dream Little Dream Two should be yeah, already not good. But yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I, did, I I honestly until the words came out of my mouth, I didn't know there was a second one. <laughs> no, me neither. I, like I said, I didn't even know there was a meatballs. For, I didn't know where there was one worse than the one with the alien. That's pretty hold bad. On, too. Hold on, I'm gonna. I gotta read the plot summary. Here we go. <laughs> the pair of Bobby Keller, Corey Huffeldman, and Dinger, Corey Haim, each find themselves with a pair of seemingly ordinary sunglasses. Oh, but this no. is no normal pair of shades. Once two people are wearing the set, one can manipulate the other physically to do whatever their mind wishes to. It's the Corsican brothers. The set of sunglasses <laughs> were part of an experiment, no, <laughs> and the original owners of the products will stop at nothing to get them back from Bobby and Dinger. Oh, no. I said Corsican brothers. No, that was a better one. When it, you know One got hurt, the other one felt it. That was better than yeah. that premise. Um, but what was the... the- premise of the original dream a little dream didn't he switch with an old man or something i pretty i think jason robards was in it he switched it with him right yeah so this is nothing even close to that was it the sunglasses that made him switch or something i don't know dream a little dream is a 1989 film directed by mark rocco (laughs) starring feldman haim meredith salinger jason robards piper laurie and harry dean sand it's actually a pretty good cast (laughs) i I made five million dollars holy shit i remember it being tolerable at the time but i don't know if it held up um Bobby Keller's a slacker high school student, running through, collides with that chick uh, over who he's been obsessing during a collision. Um, Jason Robards is performing meditation exercise in the in the yard with his wife. So no. They're trying to go into an alpha state together. They will live together forever, blah, blah, blah. And then he ends up in the dreams. This is like fucking 10 paragraphs. There's no way I'm reading all this. <laughs> <laughs> so no, not the sunglasses. This shit That's is more complicated. <laughs> no, it's the sunglasses are not involved at all. Okay. I don't know what the hell this shit is. <laughs> it's a... It's a real mess, though. Go watch Dream a Little Dream. Yeah. <laughs> are, are we done here? You want me to do plugs? <laughs> oh, for God's sake, let's get out of here. Next thing you know, I'm going to find out there's a Dream a Little Dream 3. We're really going to be some deep shit. Meatballs 11. <laughs> <laughs> we are the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. We do not do Dream a Little Dream Minute. We do, We did Clerks. We're doing Mall, we did Mall Rats. We're doing Chase and Amy. Uh, go check out our T Public site. It's under Burbs Minute, and you'll find some uh, pretty cool designs there. I have a couple. I think me and Jeff are the only ones that bought them, though. So maybe you should uh, step it up a little bit and get out there and buy something. And I don't know. That's it. You got anything else, Jeff? It's the pizza dude. The stars shining bright above you. The night breezes seem to whisper, I love you. Birds singing in the sycamore tree. Dream a little dream of me. Yeah, whatever. It's Corey Feldman. It's all brand. <laughs> it does, I guess.